Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast, where I will teach you how to manifest your dream life. My name is Dana, and join me as I travel the world, learning all about mindset and meeting new people that have a story to share. Hi friends, and welcome to episode 87 of Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast. Now, I wanted to start the episode today by asking you a question. Do you believe in magic? Now, after you've answered that question, I want to follow up with the second question, which is, do you believe in manifestation? Now, if the answer is yes to this, then the answer must have been yes to the question before, because manifestation is a form of magic and it belongs within all of us. And although the law of attraction is happening, whether you control it or not, positive will attract positive, negative will attract negative, Manifestation will only happen when you choose to learn how to harness the power because manifestation is the action, not only the physically inspired action like creating a potion, but also the action of mental strength you put into it, the energy that you sacrifice, like the thoughts and the energy that you put into a spell. By harnessing that energy on the inside, you're therefore rewarded with this magic. You now, this, this is not going to be easy. It's going to take hard work. Magic is not freely handed over. Like It's not just like easy to do. You need to work through the pain and the trauma of the past. You need to discover those limited beliefs in order to gain control. When you're able to do this, you'll gain magic in, the areas of your, in so many areas of your life and you can witness the magic happen. Magic, it can be found in all of us, but only those who are willing to try to be able to access it. Now, before we get right deep into the magic of manifestation, let's talk about the logistics of the episode. I would really appreciate if you can like or rate the podcast, send magic into that like button, uh, and it just it makes me feel the magic on the other side. Also, follow my Instagram info in the show notes and answer the question attached to this episode about what topics you'd love to hear more about. And a bit about my week so far. So I have... I finished my book, Crescent City, which is great. And then post that, I have been very sick. And you can kind of hear my voice. Today is literally, I cannot believe I'm recording this episode today. That is magic in itself. I'm not even joking. I Yesterday, I was just like on the couch all day, laying there, dying. I've been like that for the whole weekend, which is a shame. It's like one of my last weekends in Australia. But, you know, that's how things work. And then today I woke up and I was like, no, 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 I just want to feel better. I'm going to feel better. And I hadn't really yet discovered whether my body had healed itself. So the first thing I did was I did a healing meditation before I'd even moved from my bed. I was like, this is going to help me. This, I'm going to use that magic. I'm going to use that magic inside of me. And I'm going to do a healing meditation. It's a really good one that I always do when I don't feel great. I actually ended up doing it twice a day. And I have been so much better today. Still a little bit of body aches, not COVID though, so woo, that's good at least. But my cough that has just been killing me for the last four days, nonstop, has almost vanished. It's like it's not already not there. I did not think I was going to be able to record an episode today, and look at me, look at me. I used that magic, and now we're recording, and you can barely, barely tell. I hope. Anyway, so that's been my week. Uh, back to what I said. Yeah, the I finished my Crescent City book. Um, which was sad to finish. It was, uh, it was good. It, I liked it overall. I'm not as exciting as the other books, but 
which is good. I do not want to wait two more weeks for two more weeks, two more years for a book that has left me on the edge. Like that was not good for my anxiety. <laughs> All right. So anyway, without further ado, I suppose we should get into the episode. Alright, so really straightforward episode today. The first thing I'm going to talk about is the origins of manifestation magic, just so we can discover more about where it's come from. And then I'm going to teach you how you can embrace the magic, because that's what we're all here for. That's what we want to know. How can we embrace that manifestation magic? Yes, get excited because it's really great tips and you are going to take control with this magical spell. And that is exactly what I'm going to do. I'll explain more in a minute, but I'm going to teach you in the form of a magical spell. Okay, let's first start with the origins of manifestation magic. So manifestation magic, it can be traced back to ancient cultures. They believe there's a lot of power and intention and ritual, and it's formed and changed so many different cultures and beliefs. In ancient Greece, manifestation was a very well-known concept. However, it was believed that only gods could manifest, so only their gods could. And that is so incredible and power-evoking, like manifestation being so heavily linked to just gods, like only gods could do it, when in reality, we have the power, we can manifest, we can do what the gods can do. Like that is pretty incredible. So manifesting was also heavily linked to spiritual practice, practices such as meditation and prayer and therefore at times would be mislabeled as prayer or meditation in the 19th century it was made much more popular by the new thought movement which was influenced by the teachings of many different spiritual leaders Uh, you can learn more about that if you get onto google the particular spiritual leaders as well so it spoke about the power of positive thinking and how everything is connected to one another. So manifestation magic became much more popular when Rhonda Bryan released her book and now documentary called The Secret. It's a modern day version of these old beliefs to help us understand the magic behind manifestation in modern days. All right, now I want to teach you how you can embrace the magic. So let's learn how you can start creating magic in your manifesting. And I'm going to explain it while using a witch's spell as a metaphor, just so you can get an understanding of how it relates to one another and how you can picture it in your head being. Because you are the witch, you are the witch or the wizard, and you're about to create her spell. So step number one is I want you to get clear on what you want. And essentially, this is when you create your spell book. So it's so important to have a clear image in your mind what it is you want to manifest. If you're not sure, then how are you supposed to attract that person, attract that place, attract that thing, that job? How are you supposed to attract the right thing if you're not picturing the right thing when you're doing your spell? So start by figuring out exactly what you want to manifest, not just a partner, but a partner who is male, is kind, loves to travel, is funny, loyal, and treats you well, or whatever it is that you want out of a partner. Otherwise, you may very well manifest a partner who is attractive, but also a narcissist. There's this really great story uh, from the first podcast I listened to about the first podcast on law of attraction I listened to, uh, Frances- Francesca 
Amber, Francesca Amber, her podcast was called The Law of Attraction Changed My Life and she attracted her dream man in the most crazy way and then they ended up getting a divorce in the end. They had a child but got a divorce and she realized she was so focused on how he looked that she didn't have any focus on what she wanted out of him. Anyway, so yes, you need to be clear on your intentions because without a clear set of instructions in your spell book, you might accidentally add the wrong ingredients. All right, so step two is to focus your energy. Now, this is the time, it's, it's the time when you start focusing your energy on what it is you want to manifest, what you want your spell to bring to you. When you're performing a spell, you need, you need to put energy in a good place or you'll lose focus on the positive aspects of what it is you want to attract. So keeping your energy focused on the emotions that your desire brings you. For example, if you want to buy your dream house, then the energy that house would give you is feeling at home, feeling comfortable, having enough money, feeling safe. Therefore, you want to make sure the place you currently live in feels the same. So spruce it up with those decorations that make you feel at home. Buy a big fluffy blanket or an oody to cuddle up with on the couch. Start seeing those bills that you get as gifts because they bring you things like electricity, water, and therefore comfort. So when you change the perspective of where you are and you start to get the good energy and the good vibes around it, then you're telling the universe you want more of that. All right, step number three in your spell making is to affirm your desire. So it's the part of the spell when you would start saying the magical words, agracadabra, and all that. All of those magical words, whatever Hermione says in it, the Harry Potter. So the magical portion is the magical portion is ready for you, and you just need to start to believe in it. The magic's ready; it's waiting. You know what you want. You have the ingredients. Now you just need to start saying those magical words. So use affirmations to help reinforce your belief in your desire. And the more doubtful you feel, the more affirmations that you need. For example, if you want to manifest an overseas trip, your spell would go something like, I am a traveler. I'm an adventurer. I know I can travel the world. I release doubts that are holding me back. It is now only up to me to take action. So this would be the spell that you are reciting into your cauldron. Now, step number four, it is time to take action action so taking action is the part of the spell when you start to add in the ingredients to the cauldron you know what ingredients you need your energy is focused towards it it's ready and you've said the magical words now you need to take action by taking steps towards the energy for the house example this would look like contacting a real estate agent putting your house up for sale buying furniture that suits your ideal house that you've that you discovered in step one for the romance example, this would be asking someone on a date, going out more and meeting new people, asking your friends to set you up with someone that they think would suit you as per your, what your desire is in step one. For the travel example, this would look like booking your plane ticket, creating a savings account, organizing your passport and or visa. So this is the action. These are the steps you need to take in order for your desire to be able to manifest into your life. 
And that brings us to step five, which is to release your attachment. Once once a witch has completed her spell, she's not worried about whether it's going to manifest or it's going to come to her. She's not worried whether it's happened or not because she knows it has. She knows she did all the right steps and now she can take a step back and wait for the spell to take over. You need to form trust with the universe that your desire is coming because it is coming. What is waiting what what it's waiting for is the right place and the right time. It's on its way. It's just waiting to make sure that when it comes into your life, it's not just going to be pushed straight back out again. If you start chasing the outcome of your spell, you'll start to change where your energy is focused and therefore the ingredients and the actions that you're taking. So the ingredients and actions are changing and therefore you're not manifesting what you want because your focus has changed. And this could end up ruining the spell and creating a frog instead of a prince or a swamp instead of a castle. (laughs) Look, the final step, it can be really difficult, but you need to believe in your magic in order to keep its power. And then once, once you're able to practice that patience and the commitment, you'll start to see your spell come to life and you'll witness it coming to life. So you just need to sit back and believe. And the more you have doubts over it, the longer it might come, but that doesn't mean it's not coming. You just need to continue to give patience and commitment to your spell. And that brings us to the end of the episode. So on concluding for that, magic can be found within all of us, but not all people are willing to try and access that belief in the magic because it's not an easy task and it can require sacrifices like facing past traumas and pain so i really hope the steps i've given you today is able to help you on your magical journey i wish you the best for your magical journey uh, you can follow me on instagram soul traveler full stop coach or details in the show notes and i'm going to give you more tips on how you can work on that magical journey also like and rate the podcast on apple on spotify you can do it after two or three episodes and on apple you can do it straight away and answer the question attached to the episode to give me some ideas of what you would like see to see topics what topics you'd like covered and i'm going to end on a quote and that is from unknown manifestation is the art of turning dreams into reality and magic is the alchemy of belief intention and action Together, they unveil the extraordinary powers within us to shape our world within the force of our desires. Don't forget to embrace your soul traveler. Bye, friends.